When you're navigating the complicated world of real estate, you want someone you can trust holding your hand along the way. Here's just the right person and just the right program. It's the Dan Janis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Janis Real Estate Team, Dan Janis. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show on this nice and much warmer weather this Sunday. And in studio with me today is uh, Kathy Talbot and Susan Riom, sales reps with the Dan Janis Real Estate Team. Good morning, ladies. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. <laughs> You're with me this morning. Hello. Hello. A little, little delayed. A little delayed. Well, it's good to have you guys uh, both in the studio with me. Uh, and uh, I'd like to also welcome uh, Sue's earrings. Oh, yes. <laughs> Hello, Sue. <laughs> to the set. Okay, for anybody out there, Sue has these really fun, festive, colorful earrings on. But every time she moves even a fraction of a centimeter, they go clink, 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 yes, clink. We actually... I mean, Andrew was giving her heck because it was happening in the microphone, so we yeah. had to make her take them off. I'll give you one sound on them, and that's it. It's like a, like maracas or something. You have to, yes. We had to take them off. Well, so. I actually had to wear Tylenol or uh, take some Tylenol this morning because they pulled on. They're really heavy. Oh, jeez, Louise. See what us women go through? Dan, uh, you have no idea. It's, I have no idea. You're absolutely right. And I'm, I'm uh, you know. Well, they're, they're gone now. They're gone. Well, thank you. You're welcome. They can, they can come back after, uh, after the show. All right. Uh, so everyone had an exciting, exciting week? Oh, it was wonderful. It was fabulous. Really busy. Lots of things going on. Spring fever is here. Oh, it's been here for... <laughs> Since January. <laughs> I know, but we think we're stuff. grabbing on the edge with our fingertips, oh, right? Oh, my goodness. So close. Well, the other thing is, as soon as the sun comes out, right? As soon as the sun comes out, everybody just starts just going crazy. Yes, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, now, one thing that we did do this past week is our very first live Facebook broadcast. What, what's it called? It's a Facebook live broadcast. Uh, and we uh, broadcast it for about uh, eight minutes or so live. Uh, and it was it was lots of fun, wasn't it? It was awesome. I didn't even know you could do that. It's brand new. It's it just started feature. a couple of days ago. And well, of course, we're right on the cutting edge of what? new, right? <laughs> it's such, I'm such a Facebook guru. Oh my goodness. Oh, okay, Courtney, boy. Courtney, copy, co paste, post. <laughs> no, paste, post, Susan, post. Okay. <laughs> oh boy, DOS. How do you use this DOS computer? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it was, it was uh, quite fun watching, uh, watching that happen. And it's funny because as you're broadcasting live, well, Andrew was obviously, obviously holding the camera for us and he could actually see how many people were watching us live and people can comment as you're, you know, as you're, as you're chatting. And so we're going to start doing a lot of different things, uh, with Facebook live and doing some Q and A's and that kind of fun stuff. So there'll be, uh, some, some, some cool stuff coming up ahead, right? It sounds like fun. We always, we always wonder if we're going to. Well, we don't really get nervous anymore. I guess we've been doing it long enough, right? But uh, we're lucky that we have a, uh, a group that's willing to do that kind of stuff. It's lots of fun. Uh, so the the big day happened on Tuesday, Sue? It was it was pretty amazing. You were yeah. on TV, yeah. on yeah. HGTV. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, it looped uh, a couple more times, too. So if you missed it, um, yeah, you can catch it maybe again. And you can even catch it on uh, the HGTV website. Mm -hmm. uh, Absolutely. It's all there. Uh, yeah. Humble House. Hunters. Humble home hunters. Humble home hunters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whoops. It's not in front of me. I'm going to say humble home hunters. And you can actually catch it right on yeah. uh, on the HGTV website and, and watch uh, Sue's debut or TV debut. 
national television. Yeah. So they haven't called back yet to say, hey, we want you to host your own no, show? No, no, I, I run to the phone every time it rings, and then <laughs> it's no just one's us. there. No, <laughs> it's just us. <laughs> it's just you. <laughs> Oh, Bob, that was that was definitely a fun experience. Great. And we we've talked about that in the show in the past, and um, you know it was definitely fun to see TV how TV is made. It's such a um, uh, it's a lot of work producing television. Mm-hmm. People don't realize, mm-hmm. you know, unlike yeah. radio, which is a lot of work. Regardless, there's a lot of planning. Mm-hmm. But with radio, you know, there's no hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. Although there's times when Kathy and Sue demand hair and, and makeup. earrings, earrings. And earrings. But in TV, it's it's a whole bunch, you know, of more stuff you have to worry about and. Uh, it gave Sue a good uh, good glimpse of that uh, that mm-hmm. angle of things, mm-hmm. but we're happy you're going to stay in real estate and do some radio with us. Yes. You are going to stay, right, Sue? Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, right. you you guys are so silly. <laughs> we'll keep her around a bit longer, a bit longer. Um, so, Kathy, you had a client that had um, a fun story. Uh, yes, I just met this lady this week, and. I love history. Yeah. So I really enjoyed her story. She started to tell me that her uncle is 100 years old. He still lives in his original home. He still drives. He's taking care of his wife, who's 96. Wow. And what I thought was really cute was she said they go to church every Sunday morning, and it takes him quite a while to get her moving and out of the house and all of that, right? So she said always about a half hour into the service, in shuffles her uncle and her aunt, and everyone turns around and nods and smiles. Oh, they're here. And I said, you know, the minister should start the service a half hour later every darn week (laughs) because he knows they're coming. They never miss. Anyways, when he was 98, he asked her to help type up his story. And he made it into a book, and his relatives were actually slaves. Actually, wow. the history of slaves, yep. So she finished all, he finished all the book, and it is actually for sale. I, I meant to ask her where you can get a, a copy, but I want to get a copy from her. She said it's not a very big book at all, but it's just such an interesting story to tell, right? Imagine what he has seen in his lifetime, a oh. hundred years old. And he goes for his driver's test, right? And what they look for now when you're that age is just like peripheral vision yes. and your reflexes. They don't make him write a test or anything like that anymore. And he's still passing and he's still driving. And he said to her, do you think I should still be driving? <laughs> and I thought her answer was priceless. She says, well, you're no more dangerous than people who drink and drive or text and drive. <laughs> so just be careful out there. Isn't that cute? Anyway, I just love that. I told her I would love to sit and talk with him sometime yeah. and just hear some stories from him. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So I, so I said to her, well, you know, I keep telling Dan that I'm going to still be selling real estate when I'm like 90. <laughs> so I'm not that far behind, we, right? You know, we joke because, you know, anyone who knows me knows that I like to keep things moving. I'm uh, not, yeah, I, that's, a, that's a very <laughs> kind way to put it, Dan. Well, how else would you put it? I, I'm not, am I impatient? I'm not impatient. Oh. Am I? A little bit? Sue? You're so impatient. Honestly, am, it starts okay. with the clicker of the pen. Okay, yes. you know that you're on time. Your your time is limited when he starts clicking the pen. Speed <laughs> it up. And then he does the hand motion like a circle. Yes. Move it, move it, move it, move it. I've always got ten thousand things in my head. I just want to keep on moving to the next to the next thing. But yes, the joke's always been that because Kath, who's been okay, in the business be careful, for a couple man. of years. I gotta be careful. She's 
a you're a spring chicken. It's yes, spring, and I am, you know, yes. um, maybe a summer chicken. A summer chicken, <laughs> and she's been in the business a long time. And the fact that she's been able to keep up with me, I don't know how she does it. But everyone always comments, "How do you keep up with Dan?" And well, so I have no choice. You're no always cho- hitting me, pushing me, <laughs> shoving me, pulling me. Oh boy! So the running joke is that we're gonna get Katha Walker, and so. <laughs> I better, you know, she always says, Dan, you better wait for me when I have my walker and I'm walking uh, slowly behind you. We'll have a driver for her. <gasps> all that, oh yeah, all kinds of things. Oh yeah. All right. Don't fake it, Kath. Yes. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm not going to fake it. Oh, but I boy. am going to write. put that in writing, please, Dan. <clears throat> my, my pen is uh, broken. Um, so you also, Kath, had a uh, um, an inquiry from somebody looking for... Yeah, it was really interesting. I got an email from a young girl who's in university And she had to do a study, a marketing study, and she wanted to uh, get some feedback from realtors. So I asked her how she got my name. Because her first email just said, hello. And I thought, oh, gosh, is this, like, should I answer this or not? Wait, did her grandmother have billions of dollars that she needed to invest? That's what I was worried about, yes. So anyways, I I went, hello. And then she told me, like, you know, her name and um, asked me if I would answer a survey. So I said, well, what's it all about and how did you get my name? And so she told me she was in marketing and she needed to do this survey. And she said, I need to interview realtors in the UK. So I said, in the UK, do you realize that we're in Canada? And she said, no. She must have been thinking Windsor, yeah. So anyways, I just asked her, you know, I said, well, how did you get our name? And she said, well, I Googled realtors on like on Google search and the Dan Gemma's team came up. So she said, I decided to ask, ask you some questions. Huh. So I, I, I messaged Dan and said, you're famous. <laughs> People are even asking questions of you in the UK. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Worldwide. There huh. you go. It's a small world. I've been searching real, you know, realtors in, in Windsor or something because there's a Windsor in the... In the UK, right? So, oh yeah, oh, well. could be. Well, Andrew, Andrew might know her. I should ask him if he knows. He should, her. yeah, because everyone from you know from Canada knows everybody from Canada. So, yeah. I would assume everybody what from the UK. What is the population in London, Andrew? Do you know? Fifty-seven million. Fifty-seven million. Wow. Fifty-seven. So million he England. might not know her, I, yeah. <laughs> but he knows somebody who does. Yes. Oh boy. So um, yeah, we have lots coming up on the show today. We're going to talk about some common problems home sellers try and hide. Mm. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, some new um, homes deliver the top 10 features home buyers want. Let me, let me say that again. So we're going to talk about some top features that home buyers want. <laughs> and then we're also going to talk about this story that I've been trying to get to for the last, it seems like six months. Five reasons to choose quartz countertops. Over, you know, your other... Oh, over granite? Over granite, yeah. So we'll talk about that today, too. I promise we'll get to that today. Okay. Okay. So, yes, Sue? Oh, no, I was just going to say that's going to be really interesting because granite has been in for so long. Yes, it has. Yeah. But I'll tell you one thing. We have quartz in our house. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what we like about it, too. Okay? Lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Welcome back to the show. In studio with me today is Kathy Talbot and Susan Riom, sales reps with the Dan Jemis Team. Now we're going to talk about uh, some top features that home buyers want. And ladies, as uh, as we're talking about these, you know, I. Don't don't be afraid to give us your uh, your opinions as well as you always do. It's always very is it valued, a welcoming, very valued. <laughs> your opinion. 
<laughs> okay, so the top 10 features home buyers want. Number one, open concept homes. Absolutely, without a doubt. I'm not, I don't have an opinion, Kathy. <laughs> I'm afraid now. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, open concept's been the big thing for, for a long time. And I think that's, uh, you know, especially your kitchen, mm-hmm. living room areas and... The uh, common areas. The common areas. Yeah. See? Sue, it's in a comment. There mm-hmm. you go. Thank you, Sue, for your comment. Uh, next, common. we have smaller homes. McMansions are expensive to heat, cool, and maintain. The wide array of new homes makes it easy to find the size just right for you. So people are building and they're sometimes choosing smaller homes. Mm-hmm. I don't see that. No. No, you don't see that? I do. No? You're not even out on the front line. Oh, How stop can it. you say that? <laughs> do well, you see that? <laughs> I, I see big homes everywhere we go. Go out to Lakeshore. There are all these massive that is, bonus yeah. rooms and big houses. I, I think the, the millennial generation, though, a lot of them do want to move backwards and go to something smaller mm-hmm. because they grew up with bigger bigger homes and they're okay, you know, moving backwards and saving money on utilities, saving money on various costs. Um, but Kath doesn't see that. No, no I must have different clientele than, huh? than we're you. Gonna, we're going to agree to disagree. You see that? Yeah, oh. I do. You just want to agree with Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Don't That's a first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next. Outdoor living space is true in Canada and even more so uh, in the many temperatured, uh, temperate uh, areas of the U.S., for example. The 2011 design driver survey from Avid Builder found that 31.4% of move-up buyers uh, said they either must have or really want an outdoor fireplace and the kitchens and all those mm. things that they make now. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Monica Bundy, our home stager uh, with the Dan Jemis team, often talks about that too. It's one of the new trends that everybody just wants to spend time outdoors. Yeah, and you see it all everywhere when you're shopping Costco, primarily to yeah. all the outdoor barbecues and um, the coolers the and the entertainment. Furniture. Yeah, yeah, the gazebos, oh, yes. all those things, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Which, speaking of gazebos, off topic, but we we had we got our gazebo from uh, Costco. I don't know, four years ago, right? And last year we had a bunch of hail and it cracked. That has like a million different cracks in the ceiling of this gazebo. And if anybody has put together a gazebo from Costco, they take forever. (laughs) Really? It's the box. We're like, oh, the box says four hours with two people. There was four of us. It took, it must have taken us three days. I don't know. Well, it's because you were so patient, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm sure. So now we're dreading having to, uh, to replace that thing, but... We'll see. Number four, neutral decor, probably best for selling a home. However, as a new home buyer, don't be afraid to display your true colors. Right, Sue? As well, whatever you say, I always agree. Yes. Clearly. Yes. <laughs> as we reported in our in their blog, whether it's a hip designer uh, bringing bold colors back to the kitchen with his line of vibrant sinks, um, or furniture uh, and bedding, so just give it some neutral colors. But some people like to. Give mm-hmm. it a bit more a of a daring splash, right? A punch, mm-hmm. of, yes. Uh, next, modern kitchens, the heart of every home. This is where new homes shine with latest and greatest design, cabinets, countertops, and lighting, to say nothing of state-of-the-art appliances. Mm-hmm. You know, now they have appliances, they have a fridge that can tell you when you're running low on things. There's like computer screens in your fridges now, TVs. Mine was... Really? <laughs> Poor Tim. It would yell beer all the time. <laughs> <laughs> beer. Oh, boy. I have, uh, I have a question about new technology yeah. in homes. I saw an advertisement on TV this week that your doorbell 
it's it's in your smartphone. Yes. So when someone comes to your door, it just you can see a camera. It comes on your. Yep. I don't know. I didn't know if there was a picture, but it comes on your smartphone that somebody's at the door. Some of them have cameras, and you can actually speak to the through the speaker at the oh. doorbell. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of creepy, you but imagine yeah. Imagine scare the dickens out of the UPS guy. <laughs> oh boy, it's that's where it's going. That's it's smart homes. It's where uh, it's where it's going. Uh, next, going green, hands down. New homes win here too. The Home Energy Rating System uh, is an industry standard that rates the energy efficiency of homes. The lower the score, the more energy efficient the home. As people uh, behind, um, but like I mean, really, that's you often hear about audits now, mm-hmm. right? Uh, people doing uh, home energy audits, mm-hmm. and really, you know, mm-hmm. people want greener homes. Whether it's mm-hmm. the light bulbs, mm-hmm. uh, it's more efficient appliances. I wonder if that would inf- affect um, insurance premiums as well. You know, because that would be something that may come into play. I'm trying to think, think of when we talk to insurance companies, you know, do they often ask questions about, I don't, I don't think they really do ask questions about the efficiency of a home, right? They ask, you know, how much... Um, uh, well, the materials used yeah. is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Right? But I, I don't think I don't yeah. think they yeah. ask that. Like, no. they'll ask where the nearest fire hydrant is and how yeah. old the wiring yeah. is and if there's any yes. best, you know, those kind of things. But right. I, I haven't had anybody say they've asked that. Here's a good one. That we often hear complaints about. Linen closets and smart storing options. New homes take the win in this category too. Simply compare the much larger walk-in closets of today's new homes with the cramped um, close closets, closets, closets of old homes. And there's nothing we hate more than walking into a home or an entrance with no closet Mm -hmm. um, or a bathroom with no linen closet, Mm -hmm. right? It's where do you put the stuff? Did they not have uh, <clears throat> as many clothes back in the back in the <clears throat> old days? Because <laughs> you show any of the like the older South Windsor homes right. or whatever, they've got the little narrow, tiny closet mm-hmm. in the bedroom. They mm-hmm. used to have five, six, seven kids, yeah. so mm-hmm. there was always two, three kids in every bedroom, and there was no such thing as like a linen closet or a front. Well, yeah, there was a front door closet, front hall closet, but holy cow, yeah. there was there's no storage at all, really. No. Really isn't. But they lived more huh. simple lives, right? And things uh, were better quality. Well, remember when people used to sew um, your clothes yeah, to that's fix true, them? Yeah. yeah, I can't believe it. Like you what? know, you get a whole. It's called darning. What is that? D a r n i n g. Yeah. Right. Um, and last but not least, double car garage with organized work storage space. You'd be hard pressed to find a new home that doesn't score a ten on criteria number ten. Many builders uh, also offer three car garages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, we've seen those too. But people want they want storage. So mm-hmm. there you go. There's your uh, your ten top uh, features home buyers want uh, in new construction. Okay, so when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, what's on my list here. Oh, common problems home sellers try to hide. Huh. Well, that'll be interesting. That'll yeah. be interesting. Okay, lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Do you ever wonder if you've made the right decisions buying a home? Are you in the right mortgage product? Should you spend that extra money on home renovations? I just needed some advice, and I figured I would just come straight to the source. Well, you happen to be in the right place for all the best advice. Thank you so much. You give people such awesome advice. You're listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, a paid program on AM800. Here's Dan Jemis, your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Welcome back to the show. In the studio with me today is Kathy Talbot and Susan Riom, these sales reps, uh, a couple of the sales reps with the Dan Jemis uh, real estate team. Now, uh, in this segment, we're going to talk about some common problems home sellers try 
to hide. We've all dealt with it, mm-hmm. haven't we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would, well, you go ahead, no, and go I'll ahead. put my guess out. Good. I, I, I would say one of them is a water issue. Yeah. Okay. Getting over a water issue. Kath, in, what's in your basement. guess? What are you thinking? <sighs> Some hmm. common problems home sellers try to hide. Water would have been number one for me. Um, On this list, not it's not sure. necessarily problems, oh. just problems with the specific, you know, the house itself, the structure itself. Could be things around it too. Let's let's dig into okay. them and see what uh, what we think. Okay, or if we've had some uh, some example uh, situations in the past. Number one, we have traffic jams. A house that's near the highway or airport may be subject to noise, but don't expect a home seller to willingly volunteer that fact. Visit the house during peak hours to get the best idea of sound levels from cars or planes or trains, mm-hmm. um, bears or nighttime bears. nighttime dogs. <laughs> But <clears throat> yes, uh, you know, another big one is, you know, uh, I grew up in LaSalle and, and not far from our house was a train. Mm-hmm. Um, and when and my, my parents built this house and they knew the train went by and it, within a week of living there, you forget the train goes by. But the whole house shook. Oh, my gosh. Like a few times a day. Like you would actually, oh. the house would shake. That was like our home um, by the quarry. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. With yeah. The blasting. Yeah. Yep. With the blasting. Yeah. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yes, so noise. Or it could be just something as simple as, you know, dogs next door, barking mm-hmm. dogs. You know, a seller might not, you know, mm-hmm. obviously disclose that they're trying to get out of Dodge. They're not going to say, oh, by the way, here by my house. And oh, they're really noisy dogs next door. Well, the kids right. next door have a band that practices. Yes. 800 decibels. Drummers. Yes. Yep. All right. And Kathy, you've had a drummer in your house, haven't you? Oh, yes. Yeah. Two of them. Two of them. Uh, next is drainage disruptions. If you're touring a home on a sunny day, chances are the sellers won't point out that their home has drainage issues when it rains. Mm -hmm. To uncover signs of past or potential water problems, look for cracks in the sidewalks, retaining walls, fences, and foundations. Pooling water causes a plethora of problems, so don't let clear skies mask a dark cloud of costly repairs in the presence of precipitation. It's the best time to show a house when you have a buyer. Yes. In the rain. I always tell people that. And they say, oh, Susan, sorry to drag you out in this weather. I said, this is perfect. I love showing you homes in this uh, type of weather. It's, you're you're absolutely right. Or if there's roofing issues, uh, you know, it's, and we've seen them before with the water coming through. Uh, And you're right, the foundation. Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes, what is the biggest issue with water in a basement? It's a test. Oh. Anybody. <laughs> Anybody. Uh, it is the downspouts, not far enough from the Oh, from yes. the walls. what's causing it? You mean, yes. I didn't know what your question was. He doesn't ask it properly. No, I don't it's ask it properly. Us, it's not us. It's not us. <laughs> but, uh, okay. So, I uh, hope everyone's enjoying Kathy and Sue's last show uh, on the Dan Jones oh. team here. Uh, but <laughs> oh, look, the phones are going nuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Where's Sue and Kathy? Um, okay, next is deck damage. So we're talking about the uh, common problems home sellers try to hide. Deck damage, you may think you're looking at a freshly painted deck, but what you might be seeing are signs of a cover-up. Da-da-da. Home sellers will often apply a few coats to mask damage caused by wood rot, splintering, carpenter ants, or water damage issues that require deck repairs or replacement. Not just a simple paint job. Mm -hmm. If the sellers mention that a structure has been recently painted, ask the home inspector to take a closer look to ensure that problems aren't hiding in plain sight. Well, that's really interesting. You know, I look at a a large deck and I kind of think, wow, that's a lot of maintenance too. And eventually wood 
you know, it has yep. to be replaced. It has to be maintained, but it also has to be replaced. The composites are nice, though. Yes. They are, they're nice. They're expensive. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, another thing, you know, that goes along with that um, is fences. You know, uh-huh. you're right. They have to be replaced at some point. If they're wood yep. and they're falling over. You know, then you start getting into the issue sure. of are you, are your neighbors going to share the cost uh-huh. with you? Mm-hmm. Is it all your cost? You know, etc. Uh, etc. Et so, uh, we've all heard those issues too, where a neighbor refuses to uh, to help, and you right. can't really you can't make them right. Uh, next, pool predicaments. If you're buying a home with a pool, don't assume your inspector is qualified to detect leaks and equipment issues that a seller fails to disclose. Pools have complex systems that requires specific expertise to evaluate properly. Uh, and most home inspection reports include a disclaimer when it comes to pools. Very true. Yeah, they yeah. don't they don't yeah. inspect the pools. That's a whole nother clause. Well, it's and you know what is a good idea too is um, I've been starting to write on um, my offers for my buyers that the seller will have the pool open. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Or close. Especially so in the winter. Can, yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because, because now we're getting closings, of course, in June and July. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and, and the issue with the winter is the pools are closed. You can't see what's mm-hmm. happening inside. That's right. So they can tell you, oh, yeah, it works great. Yeah, but you, you can't see it, right? Uh, and we've had a couple issues with pools in the past, and we have a clause that we use that protects uh, protects clients, mm-hmm. um, you know, both buyers and sellers. So it's uh, depending on who we're working for at the time. But uh, it's something you have to be, you know, um, careful of and make sure that uh, it is protected. But they are absolutely right. Inspectors will not uh, typically inspect a pool. They're not, they're not pool... Uh, Pool companies, right? Next, ooh, this, I have an example of this too. School district shakeups. Good schools are a top priority for families with children, which is why it's important to be aware of any possible zoning modifications before you buy. Even if the sellers know of potential changes, they often will not disclose this information, but rather leave it up to the potential owner to verify. Always double check a property's zoning information if a specific school or district is a strong selling point. I've got an example. Years ago, I sold a house, and it was important that uh, the seller or the buyer be in the David Suzuki district. Uh, so, of course, the first thing we do is we look up the. There's a website that we have access to um, that uh, has information on school zones um, and where you have to live. You put your postal code, the address. It tells you which schools you have access to. So that was the first thing we looked up, and yes, of course, it said David Suzuki School. You're good to go buys the house and it turns out for whatever reason they had changed it and they made it was like almost like a if you look at the map like a hole in this little area and they wouldn't allow anyone in this little spot to go to David Suzuki the houses around them could but not the few houses you know I forget how how big the area was it was four years back Um, they could not go to David Suzuki Wow. so it was they had already bought the house so what do you do right and so they tried to complain, saying, your website said, but, of course, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And with amalgamation now mm-hmm. as well, you know, you never know. You could be, yeah, your school could close in a few yeah. months, too. Um, next up, uh, next of the problems, common problems home sellers try to hide. Oh, a haunted past. A murder, suicide, or violent crime does not have to be disclosed during resale in most states. In Canada, though, oh, however, yes. it is. Uh, in Ontario, we do have to disclose. According to the National Association of Realtors, most lawmakers agree that psycholo- um, yeah, psychological damage is not a material defect uh, to the value of a property. All the same, it's worth checking with the neighbors to learn more about the home's history. Now, I'm going to counter that by saying if your house is haunted, now the buyer would have to prove that the seller knew the house was haunted. Mm-hmm. 
So I guess they could they have to go to neighbors or see who you know if they mentioned it to anybody or whatnot or call the Ghostbusters yeah, and see I if they. I was gonna say I'm not sure how you call. prove that. I thought you did that on the side, Kath. You remove spirits from homes or something. <laughs> no, I bring them in. Actually, you bring them oh, in. That's what it was. I always get that wrong. <laughs> oh boy. Oh no. But there's definitely you know we've had clients in the past that you know were cautious mm-hmm. of that, um, and they weren't crazy about you know that kind of thing, and we had to make sure we add uh, we asked the sellers and. You know, yeah. again, all we can do is ask. Right. We don't live in the home ourselves, but we can definitely ask uh, and uh, and go from there. Uh, next, pest problems. Don't judge a house by its cover. Behind that darling, um, uh, beh- sorry, behind the darling uh, siding, there may be legions of uninvited pests. Mm-hmm. Like your friend you don't like her uh look for signs of carpenter ants rodents termites cockroaches and oh, other pests you're making me scratch dan that stop it <laughs> <laughs> that can cause thousands of dollars worth of unseen damage ask the seller for proof of regular pest control treatments and be sure to notify your home inspector of any signs of infestation okay i have a story for this too i got tons of stories today you guys usually have the stories um we bu- we built the house four years ago and in the house we have hardwood Okay, we actually oh, yeah. put hardwood through the main floor, the kitchen, and we have a bonus room, uh, a raised ranch with a bonus room over the garage. So there's hardwood everywhere. And we move in, and six months goes by, and all of a sudden I start seeing at the, at the foot of our bed on the floor a little tiny pile of dust. And I thought to myself, it looked to me at the time like makeup. And I would say to Nick, I'm like, honey, what? You drop your makeup on the floor. She says, "This makes sense. I don't put makeup at the foot of my bed. It's in the bathroom." Okay, whatever. So we clean it up, and a couple of days later, it's back again. I'm like, "Honey, okay, like, what's going on here? <laughs> you're putting, you're dropping makeup on the floor again." She'd be like, "Honey, I am not putting makeup on at the floor." So we clean it up again. Not a couple of days goes by, and we're downstairs. Our laundry's on the main floor, um, right not far from the kitchen, and I start seeing those little things, uh, little piles by the laundry room on the floor and she's like i'm like hey honey what you you have some you know there's some laundry detergent on the floor here says we use liquid i'm like right (laughs) of course of course we use liquid why didn't you know that i've been banned from touching the laundry yes we know this (laughs) yes we do and so long story short um the in-laws my father-in-law and uh, brother-in-law come over one day and i'm like you guys won't believe what you know we, we keep seeing these piles so of course um my father-in-law says, out of, you know, just looking at this, he's like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, what? He says, I wonder if it's termites. So I'm like, no. It's not. So I look closely. I blow the pile away, and you could see a tiny pinhole, just tiny, tiny pinhole in the floor. I'm like, oh, my goodness. So we call a pest control company. They come over, and the guy says, literally, he says, oh, my. He says, you know what this is? I said, what? He says, it's powder post beetles. He says, I have never in all my years, I've been in business 30 years, and I have never been um, in, uh, in a new home like this and seen powder post beetles. They're always in older houses. I said, of course, go figure. That's our luck, right? So next thing you know, he says, the good news is it won't go into your subfloor. They'll stay in the hardwood. Um, but it all had to come up. Every piece of hardwood had to come up. It was in our kitchen, <laughs> under the cabinets. What's Poor so funny? People all dropping their spoons at their oh, yes. for this morning. Oh, <laughs> it was just it was a disaster. So it ended up that uh, the the flooring company, the the hardwood, the company that made the hardwood, actually has a uh, a system in place 
for the specific issue. Mm-hmm. And so it was covered through their insurance and they had to replace every piece of hardwood in the house. It, uh, we had a, a cruise booked about a month later. Um, and they said, you know what, we'll wait till you're on your cruise and then we'll just, they had to tear apart the whole house. The whole main floor, uh, the upstairs, and your and island so was in the everything. island. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was it was a disaster, and it yeah. actually took almost three weeks. They, mm. they thought it'd take one, but by the time they started taking everything apart, uh, the kitchen had to come out. Everything it was just a big mess. Our poor neighbors had no idea. We just moved in six months before. They're thinking, what in the world is going on over there? A whole renovation, but uh, yeah, powder post beetles, folks. So it is not laundry detergent on the floor or makeup on the floor. It could be a pest problem. So back to our common problems home sellers try to hide. Look at these long stories today. How's our timing? Um, so next, future flooding. Uh, if the seller's responsibility to provide full disclosure if they know their home is located in a flood zone or if they've had water issues in the past. But as a seller, uh, they may be unaware of this fact. Prospective buyers should verify a home's flooding status using the maps available, um, which I don't know if we have here in, in Ontario. We don't. We might not have that, but you definitely want to ask. Your realtor wants to ask if there's been any uh, water issues in the past. It must be disclosed, okay? It's a common one. Um, upcoming construction. So imagine paying top dollar for a scenic view only to discover that a parcel next door or near your home is up for sale. Now, a good example here is a new construction. So how many times do, do buyers think, oh, I want to pick that lot. Mm-hmm. There's nobody behind it. Yeah, but there will be <laughs> in just a few, you know, a few years. There'll be, there'll be houses behind it. Um, next, uh, aging mechanical systems. If a seller doesn't know or doesn't disclose the age of a home's HVAC system or water heater, this could be an in- indicator that the systems are old or outdated. Now, your realtor being with you should be able to tell you, um, you know, if your HVAC system is outdated. Correct, ladies? Yes. Well, just a visual to yeah. use. We can just we can indicator. just look at one and tell you right right off the bat. Is it approximate? You know, if it's one of those old green <clears throat> square. Uh, AC mm-hmm. units outside, you can yes. bet you can bet your bottom dollar. It's not exactly up bet to date. Bet your bottom dollar. Uh, and last but not least, offensive neighbors uh, like Sue or Kath. Uh, that's why I have I've no heard. neighbors. That's hey, why I have no neighbors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, whatever. It's just me then. Uh, disclosure obligations are usually confined to a physical condition of a home, not the type of neighbors. Case in point. The the National Association of Realtors states that the burden of researching neighborhood sex offenders falls on the prospective homeowner. And isn't that the truth? We have to verify this, but isn't it... Are they disclosed still? I don't know if they're disclosed, uh, sex offenders. Uh, There's supposed to be a website. I don't know if it's still up and running. I'm not sure. I'd heard somewhere that... I don't We have to verify. If anybody knows, they can call us. But... Or just annoying neighbors or, Mm -hmm. you know, just all kinds of neighbors. Okay, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, some featured listings and buyers, and we're also going to talk about five reasons to choose quartz for your kitchen. Okay, we have it in ours. I'll tell you all about it right after this on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, a paid program on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the largest real estate team in Windsor, Essex, Dan Jemis. Welcome back to the show. We want to mention uh, a couple buyers and uh, listings. Uh, who wants to go first? Uh, Sue? I'll talk about my new listing coming up on Joe Janice. Sure. Um, great one and three quarter story. Uh, beautiful hardwood floors, ceramic tile, two plus one bedrooms, full bath. It's, yeah, it's really, really nice. It shows beautifully. The homeowner um, is very meticulous. And when the gardens come out, it's going to look wonderful. Ooh. What that- price range? Uh, probably around the 120-ish. Yeah. Fantastic. That'll yeah. go really fast. Yeah, it shows beautifully. 
And the gardens are coming out anytime now. I know. I'm so better. excited. Here we go. Kath? I just listed a five-acre property uh, just west of Harrow. A uh, really nice little clean bungalow on five acres. So um, you can come and either live in the little bungalow or build yourself a really nice dream home on nice. no neighbors, no neighbors at all. It's something I've been dying to get, actually, at 164000 Huh. Everybody wants no neighbors. That's what everyone's after right now. Yeah. That'll which be is, a good uh, one. And I have cool. I have one coming up on Driftwood in Lakeshore. Yes. And that's a really nice raised ranch with a completely finished be- basement, five bedrooms and three bathrooms. So I should be listing that probably by Monday. Fantastic. Cool. Uh, okay. Um, and we have buyers looking in every area of Windsor-Essex. I know we sound like broken records every, uh, every Sunday, but um, whether you're in LaSalle, in Windsor, in Lakeshore, Tecumseh, Amherstburg, uh, Kingsville, Leamington... Essex, we need we need listings uh, for our buyers. Uh, everything from first time buyers to people downsizing to people looking to <laughs> to grow. And we we have a long list of buyers, and they all yes. want something. So make sure you give us a call if you're thinking uh, or just considering selling. We'd be happy to come out there and give you an evaluation. Okay, five reasons to choose quartz for your kitchen counters. We've been trying to get to the story for about six weeks, uh, and we keep running out of time. So here it comes. Uh, when it comes to countertops, there are a lot of options out there, but there's one material that's leading the pack when it comes to strength, durability, and style. Quartz, which is an engineered stone, is quickly replacing granite as the go-to material for discerning homeowners, and it's something I'm, start- I'm starting uh, to use a lot more in, uh, in well, I, I'm not starting to use it personally, but it's the person who wrote the article, in his, uh, in his renovations. Here are top Five reasons why quartz is the hottest trend in countertops. Number one, strength and durability. One of the top reasons why quartz is becoming so popular is that it's, it doesn't have a lot of the same weaknesses that you often find in other natural stone services. It's incredibly durable and it won't scratch or stain. Does it say, like Dan, do you put um, pans right on your quartz? So if I recall correctly, when we, when we installed our quartz, yes. because it is man-made, I believe right. there is a glue in okay. the quartz. So you can't actually put hot pans on oh, quartz like you okay. can on granite. That is the one downfall. Um, but it doesn't scratch. You don't have to recoat it. Okay. Well, I'm actually saying the rest of the lister. Uh, next is variety. <laughs> <laughs> Since quartz counters are made from engineered stones, it allows for more variety than you would find in other natural stones such as marble or granite. Um, Cambria countertops, for instance, have over 120 designs and 19 styles of edge profiles meaning wow. you can create a look that is guaranteed to suit any style or color of kitchen. Maintenance. Here we go. This is okay. where it talks about it. When choosing a countertop, you have to be really honest about how much work you're willing to put into it. Some materials require a, se- a regular sealing and polishing, while uh, like granite or marble, mm-hmm. for example, uh, while others require regular oiling and even sanding. Butcher block. Quartz hmm. doesn't require any of this. All you need to do is wipe it down with a little warm water and mild soap. There's no need to apply any chemicals mm-hmm. or oils. So right. much much easier to maintain. Right. More hyper, hypoallergenic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, safety. When it comes to food preparation, quartz is a safe option for, couple, uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, as mentioned above, there's no need to treat it with any harmful chemicals, but also because it's uh, non-porous and non-absorbent. It won't draw in moisture from raw or leftover food, which can harbor harmful bacteria. Uh, and uh, last but not least, your ROI, your return on investment. In every renovation I d- uh, he does, he's always thinking about the return on investment. While, I, uh, while he never recommends overspending, he does recommend spending where it counts. 
because countertops are working surfaces, they tend to show their age after a while, which is very true. Mm -hmm. But because quartz is so durable, it continues to look new for much longer than any other materials. Hmm. Is there much of a price difference? Uh, when we bought ours a few years ago, it was about 30% difference. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason we chose it at the time, because we didn't really know much of these of these bonuses, was because it was on sale. It was the same price mm-hmm. as the oh, granite at the nice. time. So, um, but yeah. We'll have to look into that. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. a new cool thing. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Look at that. Interesting, eh? So uh, that's the end of our show for today. Next week, we are going to do an hour with our home stager, with uh, Monica Bundy, the home stager for the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. And a reminder, if you have uh, any questions, uh, if you are looking to buy or sell a home, all of us here at the Dan Jemis Team would love to hear from you. We are open seven days a week, Kath. Yes, and I just want to say good morning to Louis, my brother-in-law. He's been giving me heck because I haven't said good morning to him for a while. And he gives the best hugs on the entire planet. Louis gives the best hugs on the entire Aww. planet. Look at that. Well, good morning, Louis. Thank you for listening every week. And thank you to all of you for listening. Again, if you're looking to buy or sell, give us a call, 519-566-5565. You can also visit us online at Dan danjemis.com. Ladies, thank you for joining me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Enjoy the rest of your week. Okay, you too, everyone. Till next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. If you thought about selling or buying a home in the future, the Dan Jemis Real Estate team would love to help. Visit the team's website at danjemis.com or call the office seven days a week, 519-566-5565.